Hello, and you're listening to Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. And right now, it's Paul Moore here with Herman Even. And Herman, I had an aha moment today. I think. Good for you. I was in that prayer closet with the hot water, and all of a sudden it <laughs> yeah. hit me that the reason why my wife and I fight is because she doesn't do what I want her to do. Wow, you just figured the whole thing out. That's exactly how relationships are supposed to work. Everybody's supposed to make you happy. (laughs) Well, actually, let's pray on that one. Lord, we do thank you so much that you don't go around trying to make us make you happy. Uh, In fact, you're all about working in our lives to provide happiness and joy for us. Pray that we recognize that that is the ideal way to do relationships. Move away from the problem. Move into the solution. In your precious name, amen. Amen and hallelujah. And bless God for the forgiveness, the freedom, the unconditional love. That's so true. Before we started praying, how many people walk into your office and say, you know what? I figured it out. We need help. They're not doing what I want them to do. You know, that is so common for most people to have some sort of complaining to go on, right? I mean, that's if you, uh, if you want to figure out a simple little tool to use to help you when people are complaining, I figured this out and it worked. I, I tried it one time and, and I have used it. Ever since I did it, I've kind of perfected it as I've gone along. Does it involve a baseball bat? <laughs> no, it doesn't. But it does involve a pencil and paper. Okay. And of what course, if I'm driving? No, you can't do it. You're going to have to just picture it in your mind at this point in time. So this little tool I call the two circles. If you want to extend it, it's called the two circles of life. Okay. You know, if you want to get into the Disney tune, you know, whatever. But it's, it's, it's not that. It's two circles. Somebody sits down and they're complaining. It could be a husband and a wife. It could be just somebody as I'm working with somebody in a business and they come in and they're complaining about their boss or complaining about their circumstances or something. I simply turn to them and say, let's get a piece of paper. Would you be willing to do a little exercise with me? Complaining. He, she, them, it. Okay. It doesn't matter. So they sit down and get a piece of paper, and I say, just draw two circles left and right. On that blank sheet of paper, draw two circles, one on the left side and one on the right side. And people go, how big? It doesn't matter. Just draw two circles. Okay, so I'm just drawing two circles. You're drawing two circles, left and right. And then in the middle of each one of those circles, write me. I'm liking it already. Yeah, no kidding. It's it's, it's looking better. And in the left-hand circle, I want you to draw arrows from the circle pointing into me so that the tip of the arrow is on me from the circle. So I don't care how many you draw. Just draw, you know, two, three, four. Doesn't matter. Well, I got four of them. And then in the right-hand circle, do the arrows exactly the opposite. They're pointing out. So you got a left-hand circle that has arrows pointing into me, and you have a right-hand circle with the arrows pointing out away from me, okay? I'm going to talk to you, Paul, as if you're the one that's complaining, and then I'll kind of break in and tell you what I'm doing so that you can understand the instructions here. So what I do at that point in time, after I have them draw the circles, I simply say, you don't have a lot of information there. I understand that. I get it. But 
Could you guess, just make a quick guess as to what you think that left-hand circle is? So let's talk only about the left-hand circle right now. What do you think that left-hand circle is saying? It's the circle of perfect understanding. Everything's coming to me. Yeah, that's exactly right. Everything's coming to you. You know, most people will have some sort of a guess along the line of it's it's uh, something about me, uh, people are uh, thinking about me, or I'm thinking about so I don't care what answer you get. Most of them are going to be relatively close, and it really doesn't matter, because here's what you say at that point in time. It's either a real good guess, or it's a pretty good guess, or, well, I, sometimes I just, it, it was off, and I just go, well, let me give you some more information. Okay, please. <laughs> let me give you some more information. There's a lot and, of people listening, and I don't want to say anything until right. I get more information. Write life circumstances and people around both circles. That'll give you a little more information. Each of the circles represent life, circumstances, and people. And if you uh, realize that, you know, riding around a circle takes a little time for a lot of folks, so I also say to them, if you want to shorten it, LCP, life, circumstances, and people, okay? Now that you have those two circles, and again, we're only going to focus on the left circle. The left-hand circle is now talking about life circumstances and people. The circle is life circumstances and people, and you got arrows pointing into me. Now, what do you think it means? Life circumstances and people, how it's impacting me. That's a good guess, and people will have something along that line. That is what we will end up saying to them, yeah, that's that's real close. That's exactly how I'd like to be thinking about it, that life circumstances and people happen to you. In other words, as life occurs, it's happening to me, and I just have to figure out what to do when it happens to me. That's what that left-hand circle would say. So what I would say to them at that point in time is, okay, above that left-hand circle, I want you to write react and respond. So that lifestyle of that left-hand circle is a react and respond lifestyle. And here's what's so interesting about a react and respond lifestyle. Let me, let me pose this to you, because what you need to do next is make certain that the people's emotions are tied into this circle on this left-hand side. So here's the way I do that. If life circumstances and people are treating you well, how do you feel? Good. Good. <laughs> and if it's not treating you well, it's treating you poorly, how do you feel? Not so good. Not so good. Right? Bad. Now, the, the, once they answer those two obvious questions, <laughs> what you want to do at that point in time is simply ask this question. If you feel good when life circumstances and people are treating you well and you feel bad when it's not, when life circumstances and people aren't treating you well... Who is in control of you? I don't like that question. No, you don't. And most people don't. Once they recognize, well, life circumstances and the people are in control of me. Wow, that's exactly right. So right underneath where I had you write, react and respond, right underneath that, right, it's a slave lifestyle. Slave. Slave. That's an awful word. That means that I am being controlled. I am a slave to life, circumstances, and people. So when I recognize that I not only react and respond to life, I just 
if it happens, I've got to show up and react and respond. And then if it's treating me well, I feel good. And if it's not, I'm feeling bad. I'm a slave to that. But it gets worse, Paul. It gets- How can it get worse? I mean, I thought I was in control here, and clearly I'm reacting and responding, and I'm a slave. Yeah, it gets worse. And we'll talk about the fact that how bad it gets right after the break. But what I'd like you to do is to be thinking about this from the viewpoint of, do I end up acting that way? Do I just live my life reacting and responding to things? I'm happy or sad, dependent upon whether or not uh, life circumstances or people are treating me well. That left-hand circle, again, is a react and respond slave lifestyle. And then, okay, it's, I'm it's, not then, it, gets, it. then it gets worse. Okay, it gets we'll worse. No, 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 no. <laughs> Clearly, we just, you know what? This stinks. I need a break. It's time for a break. Listen, this is all coming out of Chapter 5. Is chapter it? 5. Chapter 5. The website is greatrelationships, grnumeratelationships.com. That's the website. Go there. Check it out. Again, it's all coming from Chapter 5. You can look at the video material in detail. If you're like me, take a second. Just enhance your or calm and breathe because this first circle (laughs) I'm not liking at all and what I would like to do is to thank those of you for your prayerful support of this ministry and this program thank you we want to hear from you greatrelationships.com and we hope that you're learning something but this is real invitation for discipleship and more importantly to go and share and teach it with others thank you Herman and before we go I want to invite you to drop us a line at greatrelationships PO box 51836 that's post office Office Box 51836, Midland, Texas, 79710. We'll be back right after this. Great quotes for great relationships. You are not responsible for your family tree, but you are responsible for your limb and the acorns that fall from it. Dr. Marlon Howe. Great relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. You know how you're always praying for a sign from God? That you're meant to go to seminary? This is your sign. Seriously, I'm here to tell you about Grace. Grace School of Theology. It's free grace based. The professors are world class. It's accredited accessible, attainable, and oh yes, it's affordable. You can even complete your entire degree online, which means you don't have to move. Wouldn't it be great to have a deeper knowledge of the Word of God? Write this down, www.gsot.edu, gsot.edu, or call 877 877- Four seven six eight six seven four eight seven seven four seven six eight six seven four. Now get going. Welcome back. You're listening to Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, and love, taking right thinking for right relationships right now.
Herman, before the break, you left me with a slave lifestyle. I'm not yeah, sure. yeah. If you, just to get people caught up, you have two circles. You have me in the middle of each circle in the left-hand circle. You have arrows pointing from the circle into me. The right-hand circle has arrows pointing out from me. And each one of those circles represent life, circumstances, and people. Right, which you gave me, I could put LCP. Right, you can do LCP. What we've determined up to this point is that the left-hand circle is a circle that says, I am living life and life just happens to me, therefore it's a react and respond lifestyle. And when it treats me well, I feel good, and if it treats me poorly, I feel bad, therefore it's a slave lifestyle. So those are the first two things that you want to have related to that left-hand circle. But wait, it gets worse. It gets worse. worse. (laughs) It gets worse. And let me explain this before I give you the word of what it's worse on the slave lifestyle. Let me give you two examples from my life. I'm driving down the road and somebody pulls in front of me and cuts me off. How might I be reacting to something like that? Would I end up getting mad about that, possibly? Yeah, I probably would get mad about that. And hopefully I'm getting more mature that I don't do that <laughs> at this point in time. But here's another example. I go to, go to our local grocery store, and I am in a real hurry, and I go get two items, and I run back to the 10 items that are less lane, and I get in the lane, and the person in front of me has how many items, do you think? 20. I know because I counted them. No, they actually had 11 because I did count. <laughs> <laughs> I did count, and I'm sitting there all upset that they are not paying attention to 10 items less sign, right? And they can't find their money or anything else. Okay, so all of those, those simple little examples are going to give you an illustration of what's happening with this last word that I'm going to give to you. It's not only react and respond. It's not only a slave lifestyle. It is a victim lifestyle. I think I'm a victim. That's exactly what's going on here. It's a a lifestyle that's pointing my finger at everybody else and saying, you're the problem. Well, here's here's a little statement that I got from uh, Dr. Marlon Howe, and I love this statement because it'll help you understand what's going on with victims. Write this down. Victims can't be helped. Victims can't be helped. They have to be rescued. Okay, that statement again. Victims can't be helped. They have to be rescued. Now, what in the world is going on that a victim can't be helped? That is a great question to ask people. I have never, ever had anybody get the answer until this last week. Isn't that amazing? I was asking that question at an organization and presented this. This one lady went and she gave the answer. And it's the first time ever in seven years that somebody actually gave the answer. Because most people will answer something along the line of, uh, well, they don't really want to be helped. To a degree, that's pretty close. Other people will say, well, they just don't see how they really need the help or they're not sold out to being helped. Uh, They'll say all sorts of things. And I would have thought that's the right answer. Yeah, it's not the right answer. Because Think about me standing in the 10 items or less lane, and I'm upset at the person in front of me who has 11 items. Okay, hang on. So the question is this. Victims can't be helped. They have to be rescued. Why? Why? That's exactly right. Why? Why is it that I can't be helped standing there in that 10 items or less lane? I can't be helped because I'm not the one that needs the help. 
They need the help. They need to change their their method of operating in life, especially as it pertains to getting in a 10 items or less lane, right? Victims can't be helped because they're always pointing at everybody else around them and saying, you're the mess ups. You're the ones that are creating the problems. Change your life so that I can feel better. Now, that's an awful way to live. Just think about that. It is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So you, a victim can't be helped because they are not the ones that believe that they need help. It's everybody around them that needs help. It creates this entitlement mindset. Therefore, if you would be willing to change and not get into the 10 items or less lane, I wouldn't have to be upset. I wouldn't have to be mad. And therefore, when you do that, you throw me a life preserver. I'm rescued. Victims can't be helped. Why? Because they don't need it. Everybody else does. And if you would just change your lifestyle, I'm rescued. That's an awful way to be living. I know we've got this other circle to talk about, but I've got a burning question right here. You said it is an entitlement mindset. If I catch myself thinking that I'm entitled to certain things, certain standards, is that a clue that the arrows might be pointing. Oh, it's absolutely pointed in your direction because entitlement is all about me. Whereas God is asking us to have a servant's heart, which is focused on pursuing the best for others. So this whole left-hand circle, because it is a react and respond slave victim lifestyle, it gets you to live in a lack of reality. And here's the biggest lack of reality that the issue is forcing on you in that left-hand circle. You don't think you have choice. You don't think that you have the ability to make a choice. Do I have the ability to make a choice standing in that 10 items less lane? Yes, I do. There's all sorts of choices that I can make. I could choose to actually pick a fight with a person, right? (laughs) But you're right. I mean, it's easy for me to be deluded into thinking I really don't have a choice and all this is happening to me. That's not reality. That is not reality. You have a choice. Do I have a choice when somebody pulls in front of me as I'm driving? Of course I do. I can either look at that situation and go, oh, that's all right. They may be having a bad day. Or I can think about them in the wrong way, which is going to drive all the wrong emotions, right? So those are choices that I actually can make. Some people will go, no, you don't have a choice in that. You're just reacting. Well, that's the point. You end up just reacting to situations rather than living in the right-hand lifestyle, which helps you understand, I'm not going to live by my emotions and react and respond to everything. I'm going to live by good thinking and live by good values. Okay, but Herman, I'm not responsible for what happens to me, only how I respond to it. Well, it doesn't matter whether you choose the word react or respond. It's still something that you are doing something in association to a stimulus. Some stimulus has been offered your way, and you're either thinking about that correctly and therefore reacting or responding. Okay, well, I've got this whole other circle. That's right. you got the whole other circle because if you're living in this left-hand circle, you're not living in reality to recognize you have choice. So let's go over to the right-hand circle. you got the arrows pointing out for me. So what do you think that means? Well, before it was life circumstances and people were affecting me yeah. now i'm affecting them well that could be true i mean that would be a a good way to consider it but you're not the master of the universe right <laughs> 
So what, what's happening with this right-hand circle, instead of it being a react and respond, you're, you have the same life circumstances and people being offered to you, or you're experiencing the same life circumstances and people, but you're looking at them differently. You're not saying that they need to change. You're basically saying life circumstances and people aren't treating me well right now. I have a choice, though. That's the reason why it's a choose and create lifestyle. It's not a react and respond lifestyle. It's a choose and create lifestyle. So where you had me write react and respond, you now want me to put choose and create over Above this. the right-hand circle. That's right. So it's a choose and create lifestyle. Yes, life circumstances, people aren't treating me well, but I have a choice. I'm going to live in reality. I have a choice. And I can start a fight with this person or I can practice patience. It's whatever my values are. Use that as one of the words. So it's a choose and create lifestyle, and it's a freedom lifestyle, meaning I'm not going to let that control me. I'm going to let my values control me. It's a freedom lifestyle, which lends itself into a values lifestyle. I'm going to live my values in this situation no matter what. Is this what you mean when you say living your good values? That's right. Living your good values is all about choosing God's values and living those in spite of the life circumstances of the people. Here you have the two circles. That is what we can do right after the break, explain it a little bit further. Okay, I thank you. Again, you're listening to Great Relationships, the website, greatrelationships.com. That's gr numeral 8 relationshipscom Thank you, Herman. And before we go, I want to invite you to drop us a line at Great Relationships, P.O. Box 51836. That's Post Office Box 51836, Midland, Texas, 79710. Great quotes from God's Word for great relationships. Be kindly, affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor giving preference to one another. Romans 12.10 Great relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. Relationships can be great, and not just marriages or romantic relationships, all relationships. The Bible offers the same solution to what is essentially the same problem. What is the problem and what is the solution? Study along with us to find out. Great Relationships is a video course offering biblically-based insight on relationships. In each video, watch Herman tame tough issues by discussing them in a casual online learning environment. Each of Great Relationships' 12 chapters are subdivided into quick segments you can squeeze into a coffee break. So if you've had time to listen to this promotion, you have the time to sign up and start today. Visit our website at greatrelationships.com. That's G-R numeral 8 relationships.com to sign up for our free newsletter. Pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now.
Welcome back. You're listening to Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. The website is Great Relationships, GR8Relationships.com. Why? Because if you're just tuning in, you can go and click on the radio tab and hear what we've been talking about. If you've been with us, you want to go ahead and look at the material and the videos in Chapter Mm 5. And if you didn't come back from the video, then we're praying for you because you're lost in the two circles, and we hope (laughs) it's the right one. No pun intended. Uh, Yeah, that's right. That's what we're what we've covered so far is you have the left hand circle, which is react and respond, slave, victim lifestyle. The right hand circle is choose and create freedom and values lifestyle. And the big difference between which circle you're going to live in is whether you're living in the reality that you have choice available to you. If you don't recognize that you have a choice, you're always going to be pointing at everybody else saying, you need to change in order for me to be happy. That's the left-hand lifestyle. You mean it's not design and development that I just fail in one circle? Well, it's so interesting to see in looking at my own life that I have noticed that there's a big trigger that tends to drive me into this left-hand circle. It's negative emotions. When, whenever I am complaining, whenever I'm thinking about life is not treating me well, my emotions go in that direction, and almost immediately I'm into the left-hand circle. Rather than living a choose-and-create lifestyle, recognize I do have a choice in spite of all of this. That's what so many people discover once they get through this little exercise of doing the two circles. And notice what's so fun about doing the two circles you don't have to point at them and say, that's you, or that's what you're doing. Most people end up discovering it for themselves. I can't even remember a situation right off the top of my head anyway that a person was upset at me for doing this uh, little exercise with them because I'm not saying anything about them that I'm not saying about myself, first okay. and foremost. So when we started this program and I said I had this aha moment in the prayer closet with hot water yeah. that... My wife and I fight anytime she's not doing what I want. It's because I'm making life about me and I'm in this left-hand circle. You're being a baby, and that's what we call this problem, this whole flashing me mentality. You're being a baby. We all do this. Take a uh, picture of yourself looking into a mirror and, and notice a little me on your forehead, and it's flashing. <laughs> that's, that's how we tend to operate too much of the time, constantly thinking about what others can do for me. Just think about a little baby. A little baby has not developed in their maturity to handle their emotions correctly, think correctly, and their whole being is flashing their me constantly. I'm hungry. I'm tired. You know, that's how we as adults end up acting also. We're a little bit more subtle sometimes lot less subtle at other times. (laughs) But our me is flashing continuously. And when we're demanding that other people change, your me is flashing. And especially when you have negative emotions, your me is flashing. I would ask you to think about, are you living in reality to recognize that you have a choice in practically everything that you do? You have a choice. Some people would say, well, my job is so bad. I don't have a choice. I need to get the paycheck. Well, actually, you still have a choice. You have a choice to go find another job. You still have a choice. The issue is, do you want to make that choice and think that you don't have a choice? You do have a choice.
whenever I've had some bad interactions with people, I've taken a moment afterwards and sat on a napkin or something and drawn two circles. Mm -hmm. And I see that my reality about a situation is often skewed trying to justify my left-hand circle. That's right. And it's because your emotions get involved. And when you let your emotions get involved, bad thinking, driving those bad emotions, thinking you don't have a choice, it's going to drive you right into that left-hand circle and blame everybody, life, circumstances, and people for how your life is going instead of going, you know what, I have a, I have a big God. I, I'm going to live my values in spite of what my brain is trying to tell me right now. I'm going to live good values and operate with a choice. I'm going to choose God's way. I'm not going to choose my way, which goes back to the fundamental choice of life, right? Trust God, trust something other than God. So the one thing I want you to remember, you always have choice. You may not want to see it. Don't try to rationalize it away. You always have a choice. Somebody cuts you off in, the, in, in traffic, you have a choice. It's not a matter of reacting, responding. It's a matter of choosing to do life better. To live my better values or to live God's values. That's Freedom right. Freedom and values, that right-hand circle. And stop being a baby. Let's stop flashing our me, being a baby, whining and crying all the time. Could you not look at me so sternly when you <laughs> say that, please? <laughs> so there you have it. Great relationships. GRNumeral8Relationships.com is the website. If you go there, you're going to see a handful of things. One of them is the videos. You can sign up for those. This is Chapter 5. Right. Now, note that it's Chapter 5, not Chapter 1, so there's a bunch of stuff to get there, but if you mm-hmm. want to start at Chapter 5, that's cool. The other thing is the radio tab. You can go back and listen to this program. You can listen to others, but there's a really cool thing there, and that's the ability to share it with people that you know. Right. But to share in love. And we really do hope that you're learning something with the time you spend for us. And we thank you for it. We thank you for your prayerful support. But the real issue is discipleship. We hope that you're in a Bible-believing fellowship. And more importantly, we hope that you're growing, that you might teach and share others this material. Great relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. It takes right thinking for right relationships right now. Until next time, thank you and bless you. How is your day going, Barbara? I can't even begin to tell you how terrific my life is right now. What a coincidence. My life is just overflowing with blessings, too. Why, just yesterday, I found a $100 bill on the ground. That's great. I saved a cat that was stuck in a tree, and the owner was so thankful that she gave me a gift card to my favorite restaurant, Luigi's. Wow! I was in Luigi's just the other day and saved a man that was choking with the Heimlich Maneuver. He was so overjoyed that he gave me tickets to that new play that's been sold out for weeks. That's amazing! I've been wanting to see that play myself. Really? I asked my husband and he didn't want to go. Will you go with me? That would be great. Days like this are too good to be true, but great relationships are possible. Join Herman as he offers you the opportunity to pursue the best for others, patiently, kindly, sacrificially, and unconditionally. Right thinking, right relationships, right now.